Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Always a pleasure to have this man back. His uh, website is inspiration.health. He's been ahead of the storm the entire time when it comes to COVID. When it comes, even when we were calling it Corona, we were calling it the Wuhan novel coronavirus. Um, Doctor Z- Dr. Jesse Lopez has always been ahead of this. Been having you on now. We've become fast friends for over two years. And since the beginning, you have been educating us on exactly what this disease is doing and what these treatments have been doing to people too. Jesse, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing great. I'm celebrating as a grandpa. I just have a brand new grandson, so I'm pretty excited. Congratulations. Did, did they name it Thank Jesse? You. No, Samuel, after my uh, departed son, well, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's a, it's a very nice memorial. Good, good. Well, congratulations. I've got a couple of grandkids, although I look way too young. I get it, but uh, yes, but true. we, we yes. are now, uh, we've got the grandkids, and congratulations. And tell, and tell your child who had the child that we said congratulations. We've been Thank talking you. about something called the cytokine storm for a long time. And the basic way I believe you've told me, you can correct me in a second, is that you take the mRNA technology, you take this shot, which you now say nobody should. McCullough says nobody should. Ursula says nobody should. Um, uh, Everybody says, uh, Corey says nobody should. And this causes an autoimmune response where your body is constantly trying to attack a disease you don't have. Is that true? That's pretty much the gist of it. The lipid nanoparticles we know go to every part of the body. It can get into the brain, it can get into the ovaries, and it can get into the heart. And Jesse, they lied about this for a long time. They said it wasn't going to the brain. It wasn't going to the ovaries. Do you think they knew that it was, even when they said it wasn't? Yeah, I absolutely do, and I'm glad that you said that because I pulled an article where Pfizer, back in March of 2022, in a white paper that they wrote, stated that they basically had information about the heart inflammation and that it could be triggered by the lipid nanoparticles. And this actually was presented by Project Veritas in a white paper that was leaked out of Pfizer. So they knew, but they still brought it to market anyway without proper testing. They, they said uh, the vice president of Pfizer in some world court over in Norway or something was asked if Pfizer tested to see if transmission and contraction was somehow stopped by these vaccines. They said they never studied it. Now, we know the FDA, the CDC, Biden, everybody said that this will stop. MSNBC, they all said this will stop COVID-19 if you take the shot. That was untrue. Pfizer says they never tested it. I, and I'm not as smart as you when it comes to this stuff. I'm smarter than a lot of other stuff, though. But when it comes to this stuff, I'm not as smart as you are. I believe Pfizer knew it didn't stop transmission, knew it didn't stop contraction, yet they just didn't tell us. What do you think? Well, I think that there's so much overwhelming data that that is true. 
even just recently, a study was published that I'm bringing forth for your listeners that will be on our website. It was published in the Science of Immunology, and it specifically spoke about the cytokine storm that is occurring as a result of the cytotoxic lymphocytes that are assisting or creating this myocarditis. And as you know, well over a year ago, myself and other wonderful colleagues of mine that you've had on your show, uh, Dr. Dan Stock, Dr. McCullough, uh, Dr. Corey, we've all spoken about the cytokine storm that we believed was the root cause of this problem due to the underlying vaccines. And we now have data, additional data that supports this. We've had other data, but this is some more data that shows clearly that it is the cause of why we're seeing this underlying myocarditis. And it's kind of funny, you know, these papers are brought forth and there's this big like, oh, oh, this is so uh, wild. How could we even imagine? Yet we've been bringing it forth for over a year now, almost two years, yeah. and nobody will listen. The media closes uh, closes us down and they refuse to take a look. Even no, at this nobody. Thing. So look at this study Go before ahead. it gets retracted. And it's on your website, inspiration.health, inspiration.health, go there. Let me ask you a layman's question. I think you just gave me the answer, but let me ask it anyway. The cytokine storm, is that causing the myocarditis or is it the storm along with the myocarditis that's being caused by by these vaccines? Is that what's causing people to have heart attacks and dying? Is it the cause of myocarditis or is it in conjunction with it that's killing people? It is what we believe is causing the myocarditis. It's creating the inflammatory process within the myocardium. And subsequently, when that occurs and an individual becomes excitatory, such as in sports, for instance, then there is a cardiac dysrhythmia that occurs because of the scarring or the damage to the heart. And you get someone who suddenly dies or who suddenly passes out. And Dr. McCullough actually and another one of his colleagues just recently put together an excellent paper on the number of sports injuries and deaths that have occurred. And they actually compared it to previous years of sports histories and injuries. And it was just astonishing the information that they came up with in terms of the deaths and injuries that have been associated with these vaccines. Over 529 deaths in the in, over two years up to December uh, 24th of 2022 compared to only um, approximately 1,000 deaths over 35 years um, prior to that. So, I mean, so, it's, it's obvious that a recent thing that happened is what's causing it. And I want to go a little bit further. When I had McCullough on, he said it was about the adrenaline spike. You said when they get, you know, uh, when they're exerting a lot of energy, when they get excited in sports. So just break it down for me if you can. I think I know because there's scarring on the heart. If you get a flood of adrenaline, your heart can keep up with what you're trying to do. And is that what makes it arrest? Well, because there is scarring, the conduction is not correct. And so when there's increased demand because of the norepinephrine or the epinephrine, then it doesn't beat correctly. And there is a dysrhythmia that causes the heart to fail or go into some kind of um, basically non-sustainable rhythm for that type of stress upon the body. And so then blood flow uh, will cease or will be affected adversely. The patient will pass out or go down or their heart will downright stop. What we call electromechanical disassociation. This has also been uh, documented as well. And EMD is basically where you get just complete um, lack of proper conduction through the heart. And this is what we believe is leading to a lot of these cases that are present. Let me ask you this, okay? and I don't want to talk about the specific case of the Buffalo Bills player, although McCullough keeps it going on that, that without a doubt in his mind, he watched it happen, was a vaccine-related injury. But let's just say, hypothetically speaking, somebody gets myocarditis because of the vaccine, because of the, the cytokine storm, uh, and so on. Can you reverse that? Can you... T- 
How do you how do you get rid of scar tissue on your heart? Can you? Well, you really can't. And that's what I'm really fed up with is because when I read these papers, some of them even say, well, this is a rare side effect. When it when there's an adverse effect from stroke because of the COVID vaccine, you remember when the uh, CDC and the FDA basically alerted that strokes can occur in those yes. that are older who get the vaccine. And then it was myocarditis. And then it was Guillain-Barre. Yet they say, oh, these are rare. These are rare. Over and over again, they see these are rare. Well, it's time to stop saying these are rare. It's time for my medical colleagues to stop saying that vaccine injuries are rare. They are not rare. Dr. McCullough estimates from all the data that's out there that there are 25,000 uh, 25, cases of myocarditis per 1 million. That is not rare. That did not happen with any of the other vaccines, flu vaccine, swine flu vaccine, et cetera. Do, so do, 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 we have, do we have a number of what uh, cases of myocarditis per million were before the vaccines came out? We probably don't have that. Um, I do. Uh, we've talked about that before. I can pull that up. It's much, much lower, though. It's nowhere near 25,000 oh, yeah, per million. Nothing existing like this. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing. And, and, the, and the reason that it, it really um, puts a burn under my saddle when they call it rare is because then physicians neglect it in the traditional medical yes. setting. So people aren't getting the help that they need. So they wander from doctor to doctor trying to get help for myocarditis that they don't know is there, for neurological injuries that they don't know are, don't know is there. Uh, Joe, right before I came on your show, I assisted a lady and in the process of working with her who has, I believe, significant underlying visual disturbances and neurological issues because of COVID long haul and probably because of the COVID vaccines that she got on top of that. Wow. Because right after the COVID vaccine, she started having migraines and then visual disturbances. She heard about us on your show. She's coming to us so we can do the proper testing and treatment. And I got to give a quick shout out to Dr. Corey and Dr. Merrick, Dr. Pierre Corey, who you've had on your show yes. from the Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance. I utilize a lot of their protocols. Just got back from a wonderful conference down in Dallas, Texas, where more and more information and colleagues are getting together and putting forth different protocols to assist these patients. And that, that protocol is expanding. And one of the key components is ivermectin. There's also naltrexone and other things, uh, natokinase that we've spoken about. And these, back to your original question, can bind the spike protein. Natokinase has data that it can bind the spike protein. Because, because at, 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 too. at this point, the reason why you'd want to do that is to stop your, uh, your immune system from going nuts on your own body in, indefinitely. If you, don't, if you don't stop the spike protein, your body, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, your body thinks you always have COVID, even if you don't. Joe, I'm really busy here, and I could really use a partner, so you should come down here and help me out. I learned from you. you. Know what's going on. You got it. Oh, good. Uh, and anyway. I appreciate that. I got the knowledge from you and all those other experts. That's for you. I just happen to retain it pretty well. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez. Go to inspiration.health. Inspiration.health. Talk to me about face masks. I didn't believe in them at all. I didn't wear it at all unless I was, like I, I was forced to fly somewhere, and the stupid F, uh, FAA made you wear it. But were they helpful at all, or were they a bigger hindrance than a help? Well, before we had a bunch of data, you and I just, through our discussions, came to the intelligent conclusion that there's no way that these are going to work. They're right. not being used properly and for the right reason. Right. We brought up study after study. Well, here's a new study dated April 21st, 2023, hot off the press for Joe Pag's listeners. It was out of Finland, and it did a study on masks, and it said that the face mask recommendations in schools did not impact the COVID-19 incidents among these children in Finland. 
In other words, it did not decrease the spread of the COVID-19 vaccine. But we know but, but we know there were negative effects from making them wear them, right? Absolutely. Uh, another new paper we're going to talk about here in a minute goes on to talk about the societal harms associated with that. But this paper substantiates what the Cochrane paper said, which analyzed 78 studies on masks, that they were not effective, that they did not work and actually had the opposite effect. Wow. Even though Michelle Walensky, before the House Appropriations Committee, tried to say that that study had been retracted, when indeed it had not been retracted. And guess what? Because of complaints from the author, Tom Jefferson, the record is going to be corrected in that House Appropriations Good. Committee that that study was not retracted. Yay. So ridiculous. I mean, it really is. And, and thank God you've got the real information. Go to his website, inspiration.health, inspiration.health, and go check out all this stuff. He does do telemedicine as well, so you can talk to him about that. But check out all these articles. So if you've got somebody in the office who's saying, you know, or somebody at the dinner table, you know, you got to wear the mask. you got to take the shot. you got to take 14 boosters. You now can say, well, hold on a second. Here's an actual study. Here's 71 studies or 71 people. Here's a peer-reviewed this. Finland said that. Israel says this. England says that. Because they're not going to get the real information. The real the information we got from this administration, Jesse, as you know, was so sick. They said it's going to be a long, harsh, deadly summer for the unvaccinated. And their whole motto was, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Was that ever true? No, that wasn't true. And guess what? This study was all unvaccinated children. This, wow. this right here was all unvaccinated children, that the mask did not decrease the spread of COVID among the un- unvaccinated children. So, you know, come on, right? Like you say, I love that phrase. Come on. You say that. That's awesome. That's hey, what, that, you, thank you. You got to yell it like that. Oh, well, well, Jesse, it's just so sick because as much as I, I applaud you and hold you up on high, as, along with the other ones, the other doctors that we've mentioned, um, for having the right information, they tried to cancel you and McCullough and Corey and, and Urso and everybody down the line, they, uh, Gold, they tried to cancel everybody. In fact, there are lists coming out on social media, and I'm, I'm on the list, where they try to cancel anybody who talked about these things. Why do you think they did that other than money and control? Because they weren't helping us, Jesse. They were hurting us. These studies prove that their advice from the CDC and FDA, and it's only advice, they can't make you do anything, but all of their advice was wrong. Well, I think it's money, but also when you are wrong and you start seeing that there are adverse reactions and complications because of what you recommended, there's no way that you're going to step up to the plate and say, you know what, we were wrong and we need to do something different. You run and hide. That's what what cowards do. You run and hide. And the Wall Street Journal had a fantastic article on a lady named Brianne Dressen, who has started a group called React 19, which really assists those who have been injured by the vaccines. And she was one of the very first people that was in a trial and she suffered horrendous neurological problems. She she suffered POT syndrome, postural orthostatic um, hypotension. And when she would go to stand up, she would want to pass out brain fog, et cetera. She couldn't get help. Thank goodness her husband had some connection to some of the doctors at the NIH to try to help her. But make a long story short, She had medical bills mounting from her immunoglobulin therapy that weren't getting paid, $2,000 a month. And basically, they were bouncing the ball back and forth between NIH, CDC, et cetera. Who's going to pay for this? And she's stuck with this. So some of your folks might want to check out React 19 uh, if they're feeling like they've been injured. I think it'd be a good good emotional support. And uh, doctors like us are treating it. And, you know, we're seeing success. His uh, website is inspiration.health. He's a great physician and uh, surgeon. It's Dr. Jesse Lopez based in Kansas. Um, b- before I let you go, 
what advice do you have for people? Because we're still being inundated with ads. Go get your booster. Go get your updated this. The bivalent is this. The monovalent is the other thing. We're still getting confusing information, but the message, the overall overriding message from government and from government agencies like the NIH, FDA, and, and CDC is still go get it. Should anybody go get this? No, absolutely not. I will tell any patient who asks me about it, no. In the early days, you know, I had a different thought and opinion, but with all the adverse effects and adverse reactions I am seeing, I tell them no. I've also seen this, unfortunately, in my own family. Some of my family members close to me who did go and get the vaccine. Um, young man with heart failure, with um, significant elevation in all the inflammatory markers after the COVID vaccine. Right. And the other thing that we're seeing is really excessive elevation of the antibodies within their serum that we're testing. So there are long-term effects that we've got to figure out what's going on before I'd ever recommend anything like this to anybody. And to be fair, early on in in one of our first interviews, you said, I think what you said was, if you've got major comorbidities, it's something you and your doctor should talk about. I don't remember you ever telling anybody, go and get it. And you were skeptical from the beginning, and you could only go by the information that you had. And once you started getting the information in, um, you you gave us the straight skinny every single time, and I appreciate you for that. So, I mean, that, that recommendation is the right one. I don't know why they would need mRNA technology when ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and the other things that you mentioned are, are out there, other than they're very, very inexpensive. Ivermectin is, is it's an award-winning drug that is, uh, compared to these shots, almost free. So they, they, they can't make any money. That's got to be it. Well, you know, hospitals really made out well during COVID. COVID bailouts were up to $23 billion for the hospital systems throughout the country. Crazy. And just uh, kind of uh, for, um, I guess, chagrins and giggles in comparison, and this is public record, and I want to thank OpenTheBooks.com who put all this together and on their substack. The CEO at Ascension Healthcare based in St. Louis in 2021 made $13 million. $13 million. So this is about big money. There's a list here of hospital after hospital. They got $2 billion, $475 million, all in COVID payout money. And guess what? They don't have to pay any of that back. Jesse, I got to get going. You got to show that shirt off. Stand up for me. Medical censorship kills is what it says. Awesome. Awesome. Very very good job. (laughs) Jesse, we appreciate you, brother. We got to go. Thank you for the update. Let's do it again very soon. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Inspiration.health is the website. We're back after this. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. We appreciate Dr. Jesse coming on. Time for some pop culture. Dirty Dirty pop. Hi, Paula, what's happening? 
Did you see this uh, situation with Lisa Marie's trust and, and oh. Priscilla Presley's finally got settled? No, what happened? Yeah, apparently they settled the dispute. They have they didn't give an exact amount, but she apparently is going to get millions from the estate. Priscilla is. Yes. And then the rest goes to Riley and the other kids. Yes, and and I guess I mean they're the Priscilla's attorney said that the settlement. Um, she said the settlement outside the courtroom saying the families are happy, everybody's happy and excited for the future. So. I'm glad they're over it because I thought that was crazy. All right, Polo, thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Carrie. I'm Joe. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.